Thank you all for tuning in and joining. Let's talk, speak on it. I'm your host, Samika Cozy. Thank you all so much for joining us today. So many times we give up on our dreams. Some say, hey, I'm too old. I'm too young. I don't have the resources to go and to complete this. So, so many people walk away from what is already within them to do. I always say you're never too young or too old to go after what it is you want. Your gift will always make room for you. Today, we sit down with a minister, author, writer, and film creator, Miss Aretha Tatum, also known as Mrs. R-E-S-B-E-C-T. Thank you for joining us today. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Can you tell our listeners a little about yourself? Well, I am Aretha Tatum. I go by Miss Respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And I am a minister, filmmaker, author, motivational speaker, songwriter, go-to, go-for, go-get, whatever God leads me to do, um, that's what I do. But the interesting thing is my background is actually accounting. So I started, yeah, my career is in it, has been in accounting, various areas of accounting. And at the age of 43 in 2010 is when I got called into ministry. And that's when everything went to a whole nother level. Awesome. That's very exciting and interesting to hear because I didn't know you were into accounting also. That's amazing. That is actually my background. I, I worked as an accountant when I was in college. I thought, okay, what career can I have that is going to um, be able to sustain me? And I said, well, every business, no matter what industry, is going to need someone to handle the money. Yes. So that's why I made the decision to um, go into accounting. And it it was, I was able to do it. And let the record show for those of you who, who always think that accounting is not math. I would get A's in accounting and C's in math. So the hard part about being an accountant is actually not math because you don't have to be great in math to be an accountant. Okay, awesome. And so I know you mentioned that you are into fam. You are a writer. What At what point did you decide to start going into creating films and writing? Well, actually, I didn't decide. What happened was uh, when I got called into ministry, I was seeking the Lord, what is my purpose? What do I do? And that's when I got the revelation that media arts and entertainment is my area of okay. ministry. And I said, oh, okay, okay. Because again, we're supposed to be the light of the world. So what part of the world um, should you be in? And that was the revelation I got. So I started going to film festivals and movie premieres, which was fun, right? Thinking initially that my goal is to minister to people in entertainment, to remind them you don't have to sell your soul, you know, in order to get into this industry. Yeah. But as time went on, I started making connections, you know, with people that were in the Chicagoland area uh, film industry. And then eventually um, I got the revelation, no, you're not just going to minister to them. I'm going to give you content to lift me up, to give God glory. And so I started writing um, my first screenplay. And it was for a feature film, which is still on the shelf. Okay. It costs money for a feature film to get done. But I said, I'm being obedient. I wrote the screenplay. I had some a couple of people look at it, you know, and give me notes on it. Um, and then I just sat it on the shelf. 
And that was around 2015, 2016. In 2017, I got the, the idea to write this short screenplay for a short film. And I said, oh, okay. A short film is doable, more doable. But the short film was uh, biblically based on Sarah, Hannah, Elizabeth, and Mary, and it would require costuming, period, because it's a period piece. Mm-hmm. Well, that's still going to cost money in order to get all of that. So I kind of put that on the shelf. And then one day, which is interesting, I was at the car wash, and I was waiting for them to, to wash my car, and I just started meditating on the miracles that Jesus did. You know, just thinking about that, and blind Bartimaeus came to my mind, and I know it was the Holy Spirit. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, what was it like for him? You know, there he was blind, and then he called out to Jesus, and then he ended up getting his sight restored. And that's when I got the revelation, do the film. I'm like, about blind Bartimaeus? And do it with all audio. And then mm-hmm. through his eyes. And I'm like, oh, oh. So mm-hmm. my first in 2017 is all of five minutes and 17 seconds long and it's all audio and because it's through the blind man's perspective so from a production standpoint it was a whole lot easier to do that because you don't see anything Mm -hmm. and and they added um i found a production company to do actually we did film and um, what we did was I had my actors act it out. They were in costumes because the last scene when he opened his eyes, you barely saw a little bit of the crowd. So I needed that shot. And other than that, you know, I had their audio recorded outside. So that was an interesting production because every time a plane went by, somebody was mowing their grass, you know, I said, cut, cut, because, of course, that didn't exist. But, yes. you know. We could allow with the birds, you know, going overhead because everything else we we had to cut out. But it was so much fun. And um, it turned out it won a couple of awards at film festivals for the creativity of it because literally people would watch it and think it was something wrong with the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Then they'll get it through his eyes. Oh, he's blind, so we're blind. We can't see because he can't see yeah, so that was my very first film that I actually produced. Um, that was it was easier to produce because of the concept of the film. So again, you know, you I entered in thinking outside of the box because God gave me a creative way to do my first film, which mm-hmm. didn't cost that much money. Yes, and that is so amazing too because I wouldn't have thought, especially if I was able to see that picture, I would have been like everyone else, like, "What's wrong with my screen? Why is it?" black I can't see anything and then as it went on understanding that we're seeing through his eyes so that is amazing thank you for doing that too oh it was in in the next step we actually did a film premiere for it and at the time you didn't see film premieres for short films yeah because it's a short film but the way God led me to do it was to get the theater and then you you rent the theater for two hours, right? Because typically as a feature film, I did an hour of power. So it was two mm-hmm. screenings. Uh, we would see the film. And then I had, uh, I actually had a DJ there. I had someone sing the theme song that went with the film. She sung, performed that live. It was a meet and greet with the cast, the Q&A with the cast. So it turned into, it was an experience that was built around the film. And when they watched the film, I had everyone in the audience close their eyes. And so they were sitting there just hearing it. And, and of course, in the theater, you got the surround sound speakers. Mm-hmm. 
sheep and all the background. It was it was an amazing experience. Um, so again, as God leads me, I'm I'm not looking to do what everyone else does. I'm looking to do what He leads me to do, and He's yeah. leading me things differently. Yes, and that is very exciting. Nice. Yeah. And so I know you have on your season shirt. Uh, so yeah. you also produce a film titled Season, which is on Tubi. I have been able to watch it. And so it's about men and women in their midlife who are going and pursuing their goals. Can you tell us a little bit more of the background to that film? Right. Um, actually, Season is a musical, dramedy musical series okay. that we have running on Tubi. Um, and the way that started out is I actually did a short film called Seasons. And that film was done during the, when we were kind of coming out of the pandemic. So during the pandemic, I did what I called my pandemic comedy shorts. Mm -hmm. um, and they were all, I would write the script give it to the actors they recorded themselves and we put it together in editing so that you know of course we couldn't meet but i was able to produce it four films during the pandemic okay. that were uh pandemic uh, um virtual films that it made sense so like for instance the first one was called no contact love so it was about an online dating app for you to do virtual dates you know no contact love so it was it made sense for it to be self-taped because the premise of the storyline went along with it yeah. so come fast forward towards the end of where we were kind of coming out of the isolation i decided to um had an idea to do a film called season and i had a song called don't count me out that i had mm -hmm. written so at that point i started writing songs and i said let's do this as a hybrid so we did part of the film virtually and then the big performance scene with the lady singing we actually recorded that at um a theater so it was fun and i said oh this is cool and the message of it was you know don't count me out the ladies had wanted to start a singing group when they were in college never got around to it and finally said what if we do it so that's what the premise of the original season film was okay. and what happened was another filmmaker saw that and he said that right there is a powerful message. And he knew one of my cast members and said that, you know, give, give me a meeting with her. I want to talk to her about season. And I said, okay. So um, his name is Andre Blaze Rogers. So we had a meeting and he said, you need to turn this into a season, uh, a series. And I said, mm -hmm. a series? I wasn't thinking about that. He said, no, the message is powerful. Turn it into a series. You write the screenplay, I'll film and I'll edit it. And I said, Okay, so I started writing um, the first three episodes, and I think I had them done in about a week and a half. Mm -hmm. I had episodes one, two, and three, and we went into filming, and for the, we got the cast and started filming it um, in the Chicagoland area and got the first three episodes on Tubi. The next year, because we have no budget, we went back to production and then did episodes four and five and put those up on Tubi. So that's, it's been an amazing journey. Yes, and it is really good. I truly enjoyed watching it. And at the end, I was like, okay, where's the rest? I need some more of this. This is really good. I'm into it. And so it is awesome. 
Yeah, it was, and, and the thing about season is, it's really two productions in one because it's a musical. So every song is an original song that we had to go into the studio to record um, and get those songs done. So we, our plan was, okay, let's get the songs done first, and then when we film, you know, we'll have them ready for filming. And so, yeah, that's a whole nother production too. Is to actually bring those songs to life. Okay, and then how was that different from what you were doing before? Um, before, I always used um, another artist's music and I find an independent artist and give them opportunities to say, hey, can I use your song in my film? And uh, use it for the end credits or at some point during my other short films. And that had been my MO, but once no contact love came around there was no song that fit mm -hmm. so that's why i ended up uh god gave me the inspiration to write the lyrics to no contact love so it went on from there where i ended up writing more and more songs so yeah normally i would get the music from an you know that's already done from an independent artist but then season just took it to a whole nother <laughs> level <laughs> with producing the songs ourselves and then because of that the songs fit the series so yes. the songs are specifically um geared toward the message of season okay awesome and so i know uh in season there are a lot of scenes to where it is related to going to church and then singing within the church and you are a minister so why was that important to make sure that you were still able to collaborate and put that into all of the films that you are doing because oh um at the end of the day, I'm still in ministry and filmmaking is a ministry tool for mm -hmm. me. So at some point in, um, except for my comedy projects, they're just funny. You know, they're just kind of straight comedy. But the ones that actually have the drama in it, at some point you're going to see the fact that this is still a kingdom project. You know, mm -hmm. we might deal with some real life situations like in, in season, there's a bad guy that, you know, he's, he's, into it to the point where it looks like everyone else. We'll mm -hmm. give you the storyline, but um, it's not necessary. You get it. You know what we're trying to say. Yes. It, but we're going to always make sure that every project I do that is either going to make you laugh or it's going to uplift you or, and encourage you. So that's going to be the theme throughout anything that um, that I do because that's my purpose for creating is to, at the end of the day, I can sit next to Jesus and watch my film and not be like, oh, yes. I didn't see that. You know, it's always going to have some inspiration in it. And so throughout your career, you've been writing in the ministry, creating films, and you're also an author. So what have been some of the challenges that you faced on, on the way? Uh, <clears throat> for As an author, I actually have four books out, and those are ministry tools as well because they're nonfiction books. Um, when my first book was released, it was amazing. I said, I was in Bible study and I, um, they were talking about, um, what did they say? Oh, how, uh, Jesus couldn't do any mighty works in his hometown, you know? And so on my way home from Bible study, I was listening to the news radio and they were saying that in one of the suburban, uh, council meetings, they said that it was a Jewish woman that complained that the, in the opening prayer, the person said the name Jesus too much. And mm -hmm. I was joking 
I just kind of said, oh, they all these years later, they still got a problem with Jesus. And when I got home, the Holy Spirit said, write the book. I said, what book? The problem with Jesus. And I said, well, I'm not an author. I'm not a writer. He's like, I will help you with it. And within a week, I wrote the book, The Problem with Jesus. And it's actually an evangelistic tool okay. that talks about the different issues that people have with Jesus and my why, you know, he is who he is. And so it's, um, it's, not a big book and people often think oh if i write a book i gotta do 500 pages 200 pages my books are average about 60 60 to 70 pages so okay. you don't have to write a lot because i just go straight to the point i call my books appetizers the bible is the main course my books are appetizers so that was the first to write the book and what happened after that is every two years, so 2014, the first book, 2016, 2018, and 2020. So every two years, God was like, write this book, write this book. And I'm like, okay, well, help me with it, help me with it. And, and, and the next thing I know, I have four books. I said, okay. So then when it came to the filmmaking, it was the same thing. I haven't done this before, but with everything, you haven't done it till you do it. And then you just get better. So people are often afraid because they think I might not do it good. It might not be enough, but don't just do it. And now that you've done it, you can always get better yes. at what you're doing. So the challenge is believing you can do it, right? Because you have to first believe you can do it. And then with the filmmaking, it's always the funding for films and getting the, the money to get it done. But again, as you go, God can show you what way to go so i've been blessed that um my initial short films i actually paid for myself i said okay how do i get it done how much is going to cost because the the filming and the editing is the most expensive part of it mm -hmm. um so i found a production company that said you know what we'll do it in installments i said installments i can do that and so i set a plan and then we just went and filmed it now and i always say this do what god is leading you to do and he will send people to help you yes. so yeah with the first with, with seasoned the film the short film i had a producer who paid for everything he saw what i was doing and said i like what you're doing i want to invest in what you're doing and then he did and and the production was paid for that way so that's what happens with the series too between favor because some places are excited about what you're doing so you can get some locations for free mm -hmm. you know you can get actors that are get on board because they're trying to build their acting career and so yeah in favor of god and then you know you you do what people love or what people get on board with they see what you're doing they will invest in what you're doing okay and with doing all of the things that you are doing how do you find balance for yourself ah there's a season for everything and i realized that i don't do it all at once there was a season where i was concentrating on the books and i was doing book events at the black women's expo indiana black expo where i was out there promoting and selling my books now i'm more concentrating on the film the books will always be there you know and if someone is interested it's there they could get it but my day-to-day -day is now more so on the filmmaking mm -hmm. so there's a secret i'm not trying to do everything at the same time and like now we're not filming guess what i'm either writing or working on other projects so um there's a, a friend of mine she did a film that i was a producer on so i'm a producer on other projects as well mm -hmm. helping them 
bring their visions to life. Um, and so it was so much fun that she ended up putting me in front of the camera as the minister in the, in the church scene. And I said, okay, that was fun to be in front of the camera. And then when she had her film premiere, I was not, I was there not just as a producer, which is usually the case, but I was there as a cast member. So that was kind of kind of fun and see myself on the big yes. screen. How was it different for you doing that, becoming an actual cast member and being on the screen? It was fun, but the thing was, uh, you know, I kind of cheated because I was playing a minister. So <laughs> I was acting, but not acting. And it was it was funny when we taped that scene, one of the cast members told the uh, the filmmaker, she, he said, I think she's found her calling. And then she laughed and told him, I'm like, uh, you know she's a minister for real, right? So I wasn't really acting. And the, the interesting thing was she told me what scripture she wanted me to come from. And then the end of my scene was her her actual script. But the, the sermon, she was like, I said, how long do I get? She said, you got about two minutes. I just wrote, you know, my own sermon for two minutes and did what I normally would do anyway. So okay. it, that's why I said it was acting, but not acting, because it was what I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. That is great. Awesome. You are doing an amazing work out here, too. So, thank you. What other new projects do you have coming up soon for our listeners? Oh, well, I am, again, I'm working with a positive note, which is a kids project. So we're working on getting the cartoon out. And there's a book called A Positive Note that actually is in three languages. It's in English, French, and Spanish. So I'm working with getting the word out on that so that we can get that cartoon done. And we do live events. So last year we did back to school. So you would think I was one of the kids the way I run around <laughs> the campus as well. So that is something that's coming up that we're um, definitely pushing to get out. Uh, we're going to also one of the things we did, I have to mention this, was because Season is a musical, we did a showcase called Season the Showcase on stage um, at the Salvation Army Croc Center. So it was instead of doing the typical filmmakers do film premieres, right? Um, theater people, they have their, their stage plays and then you have concerts. So we had a showcase which was part film premiere, part concert, part stage play. So we showed clips from the series. We had live musical performances of the music of series seasons. And then we also had um, skits that I wrote that some of the cast members did. And then afterwards, it was a meet and greet. So now that we have done that first showcase, I plan on having more showcase of, of season in other areas and just have people because how often do you get the opportunity to watch a show on Tubi or whatever streaming mm -hmm. service and then you go to a live event where you get to actually meet the cast yes. and the of the show so we're going to do more showcases um and it, it was so much fun and then the audience enjoyed it and then afterwards we had a, a beautiful program book with at the back it was autographs and i thought Maybe they might think this was corny, but they loved it. <laughs> getting autographs, taking pictures with the cast. So we definitely plan on doing more live showcase um, events of the show season. So we're going to take that on the road. Uh, so look out for that as well. And then how can people follow you to get that information in regards to season and then other projects that you're working on? 
Oh, absolutely. Well, for all things seasoned, um, our Facebook page, Seasoned the Series, uh, is where you get most of the information. We have a website, SeasonedTheSeries.com, where you can get the information. And it's the link to Tubi, where you can watch the series. Um, for myself, Miss Respect Speaks, Aretha Tatum, or just Aretha Tatum on Facebook. On Instagram at um, Miss Respect Joy, because Joy is my superpower. So okay. that's my superpower. But anyone who's interested in possibly um, being part of the cast of season, I always say um, send your headshot and your information to seasontheseries at gmail.com because what I do is I gather the, the information, I put it in a cast, potential cast folder, and when we're filming and we're looking for people, I go to that folder first mm -hmm. to see who's there and then I'll reach out and let them know hey we're filming would you like to be part of this scene or would you be interested in auditioning for this role and I'm open to people who've never done it before because a lot of our cast members we have some who have experience and then some it's the first time um, and the beauty of it is a couple of the cast members have had their parents be part of it so uh, one of our cast members Lisa her mother it was her first time so she plays Mother Smith and she has a ball being that fiery feisty Mother Smith and they were able to eat, do that at the showcase so not only did they perform in the series they actually performed live on stage in the showcase doing a skit there so I love to um, give opportunities to people where it's their first time, especially yeah. season. Yeah, because there's always that, what is that, catch-22? You can't do it if you don't have experience, mm -hmm. but you never get experience and no one gives you the opportunity yeah. to do so I'm always open for uh, giving opportunities for people who have never done it before. Why not, you know, give you a chance. And then I put you with people who have experience and then you learn. Learn and grow from it, yes. Yes, that is awesome. And then with your books, how is everyone able to find and to buy those books too? Oh, my books are on Amazon. So um, if you look me up, Aretha Tatum on okay. Amazon, see my books. And in addition to books, I actually have, we have seasoned merchandise. So we have the shirts and we have um, bags. We have, a, we're building more and more merchandise. And another brand I have, which is actually on Amazon too, is Courage Over Fear. Because that's where it started. You know, my ministry, um, our ministry work was Courage Over Fear Productions. And I would do workshops and seminars to encourage, uplift, and inspire. And Courage Over Fear is a message that, I guess, kind of bled right into the purpose of season. You have to realize that, you know, what is the real root of you not going forth? You know, mm -hmm. is fear the reason why you're not? And if it is fear, what is your fear of? Because uh, some people literally have fear of failure, but others have fear of success. They're mm -hmm. actually like, scared that what if this actually works out? What does this mean? But it, whether it is fear of success or fear of failure, you have to get rid of that fear and just have that courage and step out on faith and, and just do it. Because again, just because you, you know, step out and do it, it may not be perfect, but you've done it and you can mm -hmm. always get better from there. 
Yes, amazing message right there. Thank you so much for delivering that too. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit with us and to share everything about your books, to season and then sending a positive message to let everyone know that we can do it. So thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Remember this, it's never too late and you're never too old to live on purpose. Yes. Next up, a performance by Shikandi. Can you take some time to get to know me? So you can't blame me for trying this gets an only Don't fight it, girl, don't fight it. Don't fight it, girl, don't fight it. Hey, hey, pretty, 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 please. Hey. Don't fight it, girl, don't fight it. Don't fight it, girl, don't fight it. Hey, it's getting only Hey, sun's clacking. Stay on your heart, baby, over here knocking. Need a moment of the day, not a lot of it. Need the sand from your hourglass just to drop it. Hey, I'll take this side by your rib. Be the father to your kid. It's touch to your hip or something. Go have home crib or something. Buddy, listen. Uh, he give her old notes. He give her white things. He give her this, that, and he give her trash. So take some time to get to know me. Know me. Or you get the old me. I'll take some time to get to, get to, know this gets lonely. I drove past your house a thousand times, just scrolling through my memories. I was the means to define how to choose what means most to me. And I'm feeling so excited. I'm feeling so excited. How do you feel? Only you can see inside it. You know this is divided. How do you feel? Take some time to get you, get you, nose, get you, lonely. Have a second, I'm your time lady. Tell me, is this situation? Tell me, is it relation? If you tell knowledge, you should take some time. Tell me, is this situation? Tell me, is it relation? If you tell knowledge, you should take some time. To get to know me. Take some time to get to know me. Follow me on Instagram at Chikandiman. As you all go about your day, please remember never to give up. Do not let fear of success or fear of failure limit you. 
Remove the negative thoughts from your mind and go for everything that is yours.